To kick off this episode, we would love to share with you another podcast that we think would interest you. It's a father-son duo podcast called Why Do We Say That? They talk about the history, fun facts, and reasons behind why we say the things that we do. Some of the sayings that we're all familiar with that they discuss are things like the whole shebang, I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole, think outside the box, cream of the crop, great minds think alike, to hell in a handbasket. I say that one all the time, so that was actually one of my personal favorites. Some more, like when hell freezes over, put the cart before the horse, plus many, many more. At the end, they even play a world-famous game show called What Word Am I?, which I really could only describe as like a sort of real-life crossword puzzle, which I love crossword puzzles. You know, Brooklyn, I've told you your whole life that if you didn't know what something meant, you probably shouldn't say it. So this would be a really good podcast for you actually to listen to before you start firing off stuff. Scott and Liam, the father-son duo, actually remind me a lot of the relationship we have, Mom, which is why I think we like listening to this podcast so much. You have the same sort of dynamics with the father-son perspective with the snarky comments and witty comebacks to create something really real and really funny. So go check out their podcast and tell them that we sent you. Trust us. If you love... And welcome back to another episode of Girls, Girls are, are Players, Players 2. I'm Brooklyn. And I'm Heather. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about college. Right, Mom? Yes. Are you excited? I'm so You're excited. like in the hot seat today. Am I? Well, I mean, not really. I mean, yeah, you kind of are. Okay. It'll be fun, though. I, I, I am ready to ask you all sorts of things and talk about all sorts of things that you've done this year. So, yeah. Good or bad? I mean, I don't think you did anything bad at all this year. I've been very proud of you. Thank you. But shady, a couple shady things, nonetheless. Would you agree? <laughs> shady? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, okay. So today we're so going to talk. So is going to be like an interview of me? Well, we're just going to talk about stuff. Okay. So um, since we... Uh, that doesn't have a sound oh it's not turned up that's the wrong one that's the wrong just kidding so college let's chat college all right you're doing a double major i am in dance and exercise science what are you gonna do with that um i'm hoping to open up my own studio eventually okay someday i would love to go tour and you know be a backup dancer for multiple different Artist. Artist. Sorry, I have all of the animals up here with me. I <laughs> know they're, they're in here all today. three of them to my In to your my right. chair, yeah. yeah. Um, and then eventually with my exercise science, I mean, if you open up a studio, obviously you have to, you know, be aware of how the human body works. Because if you have students that get hurt, I want to be able to help them. I'd like to maybe go into PT, but I haven't officially decided if I want to take that PT route just yet because there's a lot of stuff that goes into that and more school um but you love anatomy and physiology oh my god I love it it was one of my favorite classes I took this semester and I'm taking anatomy and physiology too yeah next semester but you're hurt like right now you're hurt I am hurt. tell us what happened um 
Well, see, the funny thing is, is I don't exactly know what happened. Um, happened, I guess, about two months ago. By the time this episode airs, it would be about, like, two-ish months. And uh, my knee started hurting. I have a really high pain tolerance. I mean, being a dancer, a lot of damage is done to your joints and to your bones and everything. I mean, you put in enough dedication, and your body kind of starts to feel the outcome of it. And my knee started hurting. I dismissed it. I was like, oh, whatever. Like, it's just, you know, I'm sore. Started a new new type of dance this semester. Uh, never taken a modern class. And that was working different. <laughs> <laughs> Bullet points, honey. Bullet points. I hurt my freaking knee. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you have to say. Well, I have a condylar cartilage fracture. So I have a hole in my Did you just make that up? No, that's what it was. Okay. Condylar, condyle, condylar. Again, you've made it up. No, I haven't. (laughs) It did start with a C. It was condylar because that means that there's a hole. Why are you yelling at me? Because I learned this in anatomy and physiology Ah. one. So it's a condylar cartilage fracture and it's basically just a pothole in my cartilage in my knee. Um, So currently hurt, kind of. You know, sad about that. Trying to figure out next steps for, you know, my future to come. You got to go f- through physical therapy. Yeah, I have to have six weeks of physical therapy. And, you know, if that doesn't work, then have surgery to try and stimulate the cartilage growth. But we're hoping that we don't get to that point because that would push me back a little while. But you could probably still be on the football field by the first game yeah hopefully yeah I mean recovery isn't too long it could have been way worse they could have stuck me in surgery immediately but at least I have some options he he gave you some options so you followed in my footsteps you went to MTSU Middle Tennessee State University yep and I'm on the dance team just like my mama you're on the dance team so let's talk about that dance team I love it okay so um Second year tryouts are creeping up here pretty soon. You're hurt. So we're going to get through that. Hopefully you'll be on the team another year. Fingers crossed. What was your most favorite part about your first year as on the dance team? On the dance team. Okay. So my favorite part of being on the dance team, honestly, it's not just because I was a studio dancer. So like being on a football field, it's similar, but it's really different at the same time. Um, I love the adrenaline, but I think my, like, not only am I cheering on my team, like, the football team, my school, like, I love being able to represent my school. My favorite part would probably just be getting to know, like, an amazing group of people and making so many memories with them, because not only did we have fun at the games, on the field, but we also had little dance team nights, like, together, um, a lot of bonding moments. It really made your transition into college I was much really, easier. I was really worried about how the transition from being homeschooled my entire life to then going to a school that has 40,000 people at it. I didn't know exactly how I would transition. Um, you immediately had a group of friends mm-hmm, out of the gate. Which really helped. And we have camps and events that happen beforehand to you know dance team becomes very involved very quickly before school even starts so I immediately went into school having excited 16 17 people that I could lean on that I could trust that would always be there that you know would help guide me through my first year so that was really nice um but yeah so you do football games we do football and basketball games 
there are more basketball games, so I enjoy basketball season because um, it feels like there's more that I can do. Um, last season, we only had like four home football games, but this season we're going to have like nine. I love what goes into the football games, such as like Raider Walk and like all of the tailgates. Obviously, I'm not a part of the tailgates because we have other stuff going on behind the scenes with the dance team and getting ready to go onto the field. Um, but like the pep rally, Blue Zoo Bash, that is so much fun. Like the um, the involvement, I guess. So for our listeners who don't know what, what some of this stuff is, Raider Walk happens a couple of hours before the game. When the team gets there and the band plays, the cheerleaders cheer, the dance team dances, and it's kind of right in the middle of the tailgate where the players practically get off the bus and they walk to the stadium and everybody cheers them on. And, and that's a lot of fun. That that mm-hmm. was a good time. Um, and then Blue Zoo Bash is kind of like a kickoff back to school pep rally. That happens the night before the first game. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. They had rides and food. If you recall, I think somebody thought I worked there because I had on an MTSU, MTSU shirt. shirt. As everyone also had on MTSU I kind of felt offended a little bit, but <laughs> that, that was, was kind of funny. That, that was, was the, my first event, like, that besides was convocation. Night. Do you remember... <laughs> when Do you, you called and said, where are you? And I said, I'm out here. They had like a DJ. And I was like, I'm, I'm dancing you, all alone. Yeah. He said, I don't see you. And I said, I'm the one dancing all alone. And I could see, granted, I really was not dancing, but I could see all of you and your little dance team girls run to the window no. to look out. <laughs> I cracked up laughing because I was like, they for real think I'm out here dancing well, like a fool. We were trying to find you because we were like, we don't want her out there dancing alone. Like if she's dancing, like we'll go out there and go dance with her. So we were trying to find you so we could go out there and then we just never found you. So football games are fun. Love I would say games. I love the hype of football games because I love football. Now, question, since you're asking me so many questions, I'm, you know, in the middle of it all. What is it like being at the football games, being like a... uh out like on the outside looking in like you know watching the football games watching that whole process go down because I don't know what it looks like from the outside because I'm right smack dab in the middle of it Uh, I know everything that goes into it I mean so I listen to you come home from band camp and say I have to take 57 steps to get to where I need to be like all of that I know all of it and I did it so I know everything that goes into it um but like looking I I guess the main thing, like, and I don't want to get emotional, but like the pride that I had for you, like had, I mean, at the football, I still have it, but like at the games, you asked me how I felt, what I saw. So I did. I felt pride. I still, it's not like I (laughs) stopped feeling pride. I I just had pride in you. Well, I did. Like I looked down there, you're at my school. That I have loved. You're and my school. And you're doing the same thing that I did. I mean, I've been there. I've worn the letters, wore the colors. I've groomed you in blue since you were little. Yeah. And so, like, to see you out there and, like, to see you grow, like, into yourself. Like, I really felt like you had found your element. I found, like, my home. I mean, you were just, like, like this beautiful young woman. You weren't the same, like... Shaking booty, ABC dancing that I saw you the first time, you know, you competed ever in a little white tutu. Yeah. Like you were a beautiful grown woman out there with doing the same thing that I loved. And it was like a just a pride that I felt like I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah. And I didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. Like 
I thought I would grieve some, like the transition from a studio dancer to that, but it was completely different. It was like, mm. <clears throat> it was like a, a whole breath new, of fresh air. It was a breath of fresh air, but it was just like a new element, a new situation. And <laughs> you were thriving mm -hmm. in it. And I was very happy. Yeah. So football games were a blast. I loved them. And I think they're my favorite. Well, I like, I, like I said, I like everything that goes into the football games. Let me flip though to basketball games because I I'll be honest, I really dreaded the basketball games because I didn't have a great experience playing basketball. We won't go into that, but I played basketball for a little while. I was very athletic. I danced when I was younger, but I also played softball, played basketball. So I just have never liked basketball since I was like in seventh or eighth grade. I don't even remember when I stopped playing basketball, but I haven't really liked basketball since then. And, and I write it off as I get annoyed at the shoe squeaking. I just, that's what I blame it on. But, you that's know, that's a kind of weird reason. To move along. We're going to move along. Like I know basketball. it was, it, I know, but whatever. You don't like the shoes squeak. Well, I didn't. <laughs> well, so we started going to the basketball games. Well, you started going. I started going to the basketball. But if you remember, even when you didn't dance, I was still there. We would still go. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. I think it was a lot of fun. I love being involved. Jalea's like parents were always there. So I always kind of felt like I at least had somebody to talk to us. So I wasn't necessarily in the stands by myself. Yeah. Um, and then eventually one of our. When I wasn't there. When or you like weren't when there. Was well, even sometimes when you were there, yeah. we always had people to sit with. Yeah. It was kind of crazy. Um, you always know someone. I always somehow. did know somebody. It was it was kind of cool. And then we made friends with one of the star women's basketball players, Courtney Whitson's family, mm -hmm. who we fell in love with. I mean, like talk about an amazing, the coolest family, family ever. Um, and so, like, I really. And then on top of that, let me back a little up a little bit. You get to know the personalities of the players, mm -hmm. both on the women's and the men's team, mm -hmm. and so. And I think because you're so close in there and the excitement that I mean, just we're built. right on the court. Well, but this year we just, we had, I mean, we, the boys beat FAU. They were the, <laughs> one of the only teams that beat FAU and FAU went to the final four. And, and our women's knocked out Louisville. Well, and then they won the conference. conference. Yeah. So like the excitement that was just in the arena alone, like I became really invested in the basketball games. Mm -hmm. So even though like. Your grandfather would go and he would get so upset that like where I sat, he was like, I can't even see her. I'm like, well, you can see your arms. <laughs> Mom really her. wasn't there for me. She well, was just there for the basketball Let me game. say, let me say. <laughs> my Thank favorite you. game though was. The I one a, where I almost fell on my face. You I didn't even see that. I didn't see that one, but. I wish you would This have. guy walks funny. in and I'm sitting there and he's got all this Chick-fil-A. And I went. How'd this guy bring all this Chick-fil-A? We're in here eating all this, these hot dogs and everything. And he's got Chick-fil-A. And he walks over to you and hands you Chick-fil-A. And I'm, as I'm griping out loud, I'm like, and he's giving it to my child. And of course, your grandfather starts laughing. And he's like, well, whoever that is was bringing that food to Brooklyn. And it cracked me up. It ended up being one of your friends who had yeah. brought you some food. But I just... I cracked up laughing because I was like, here, this guy, who does he think he is? Oops, bringing it to Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> he brought it to me. <laughs> yeah, I had to, to kind of shut up a little bit there. But yeah. um, 
It was fun to. <laughs> At that point, you're hating on your daughter. You realize, oh, I, was, I can't I was. do that. Right. And I didn't realize he knew you and that he's a nice guy and we like him. But oh, yeah, um, he was one of my really good friends. That was, that was really funny. Um, but when you went into this, you didn't know anything really about football or basketball. No, I, I'm not going to like, you know, crap on you or anything but you really did not do too well of a job with let me get the knife out of my back right now you didn't really do too well with the whole sports in my defense you never showed interest in any of these hockey games excuse me let me finish you never showed interest in some of these until you noticed that some of the athletes were cute we'll just stop right there true story true or false Anyways, so <laughs> we, you just, we were never, like, you were involved in sports. You know a lot about sports. And, like, I think that you could be, like, a sports broadcaster because you always call everything right before the announcers do. And it's, like, kind of weird. But, like, me, I mean, we went to hockey games, like, a few times. We just never had time. We would go there to, was like, a, a sound game, but like, we every never now had and time. then. We were like, always at dance. I would love to, I would have loved to, like, know some stuff of, like some things about sports, but it just like never really happened. I was strictly yeah. a dancer. You were a dancer. So like, no. But when all- I tried to teach it to you when we would watch it, you had no interest whatsoever. Well, I was younger, you know. Right. Like, and there older. weren't cute athletes on the field. Well, there probably were. I just didn't think that they were cute because I was seven. <laughs> Moving on. And had on. no chance with them. You learned about sports. I learned about sports. You learned a lot about athletes. <laughs> So now yeah. we're gonna go. Now we're gonna go to <laughs> yes. another thing that you followed in my footsteps. Ao pie. Yes, you rushed Alpha Omicron well, pie. I didn't rush. Actually, I was you a cob. Explain that. Okay, people so don't know what that is. A cob. So not every university has this, and not every sorority um, on MT, at MTSU has this. But Ao pie has something called a cob, and it means continuous open bidding. And basically, after, you know, the girls go through Rush, um, once they get their bid, some may drop, you know, whoever goes through, like, then they're initiated after a few weeks. Whole process. COBs are um, people that were, like, that... They just come in a little bit late. They come in a little bit late, and the people that drop after, like, they've gotten their bid... Um, those spots become open in the sorority. Um, and I was lucky enough to get one of those spots that opened up uh, later in the even year. Even though you didn't rush. Even though I didn't rush, I still had that opportunity to join, which I'm kind of glad I didn't rush. Um, it's kind of like a bittersweet, you know, situation because, like, I'll never be able to rush like myself. Knowing what you know now about because one of the things I wanted, I, the reason why I wanted you to go through Rush is because I didn't want you to pick AO Pie just because I had also groomed you. In I don't think I would have fit in anywhere that else. That was what I was going to ask you. Do you think that you would have picked another sorority? Absolutely not. Oh, right answer. I really don't because not only are there about like four or five people on dance team that are in AO Pie. Yeah. Um, which they've happened to become like some of like my closest friends. Um, Which is so different from when I was in college because I was one of the only, if well, I was the only Greek 
that was also on the dance on team. the dance team. So it made it really hard when I had to pick between the two because dance team was always going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I always felt like sometimes my sorority sisters would get upset with me. Whereas at least with you, you kind of have like a tribe of them. Yeah. That, like you know, they're very understanding. Yeah. Like if we have something that's mandatory and it happens to fall on a day that we have something that, you know, is dance team related, I'm obviously going to pick dance team. Um because that sorority thing can last a lifetime. I mean, you still have events with your sisters, and mm-hmm. dance team is only four years. So they you know, were you have very to, excited when they found out they found out yeah. that you were. Because I'm considered a legacy. Yes, and if I'm correct, I'm the first row Omicron. Legacy. I think we. I think you are the first row Omicron legacy. I just said that. I was going to explain it. Okay, go ahead. So the uh, legacy is. Um, anytime you pledge a sorority or fraternity, it's like your daughter, your granddaughter, um, an aunt, they have different kind of requirements of what qualifies to be a legacy. So the fact that you're my daughter makes you a legacy. Um, and a lot of times people pledge and their parents may have gone to Ole Miss or UT Knox, but I as actually was part were, of that chapter. Yeah, as long as like they were in AOPI somewhere, they're a legacy. They're a legacy. But period. you're actually a row Omicron legacy. Legacy, which, which means, is cool. You know, you went to MTSU as an AOPI. I'm at MTSU as an AOPI, and, and I that's got like to, kind of rare. I got to initiate you with my badge. Yeah, that was so that really was cool. really cool. Um, you've had lots of parties, lots of formals. You did a. Silent disco rave where you wear headphones and you can change yes. what's playing in your headphone yes. based on different DJs that play. Yeah. So we had a date party um, and it was silent disco rave and it was a lot of fun. At first I was kind of like, what the heck? Like you can't have a rave and it'd be like a silent disco like that. Like those just don't go together. Um, and we got there. And you I put bet on this these- is what it sounded like. No, actually, the videos of us, because as I'm taking videos, you know, my phone doesn't have that audio. So all you hear are just like silence and just like random people like singing. Hold on, I'll see if I can like pull up a video and just like let you listen. Um, but we put on these headphones and they had three different channels and there were three different DJs playing that night. And so each DJ was controlling a different channel. So like one channel might have been some like hardcore hip hop, you know, like something from like Lil Baby or like NLE Chapo or like did they 50 play Cent or something. Boot Scootin' Boogie? They actually did. You lie. No, they played Boot Scootin' Boogie on one of the channels. One of the channels is like kind of like country-ish, like very line dancing type of mm-hmm. vibes. Um, I mean, they would like switch and like go back and forth every now and then, but it was it was a lot more fun than I expected, expected. it to be. Hold on, I'll see because this is really funny. I don't even know what we're listening to. You're listening to um, the wild sexy party back. Like everyone Everybody's is singing, singing and but like you hear no music. You hear no music on any of those videos, but everyone's singing. Like we were singing with the music in our yeah. ears. So like everyone's like videos and everything from that night are like really so funny weird. because all it's like is like just with silence in the background like so you what have are we lots listening of, to you have lots of parties we do have lots um, of parties you've had lots of formals and one of the things that i get cracked up 
about every time you say it is that y'all are going to have a darty. Yes. A darty. A day party. A day party. And again. Because, I mean, think about it. If you hear the word party, what time of day is that? Usually at night. A birthday party could be. A, well, then you say a birthday party. Still. If darty, I say a party, then it's going to be like, hey, I'm going to this party. Okay. So why isn't, again, I'll bring this up. Why don't we have a nardy? Is a night party. Why isn't because it? Because that's just a party. An all day party, an arty, and a morning party, a marty. Well, so your marty turns into a darty and an arty becomes an arty. Well, I mean, let's be real. Darty is kind of dumb, but obviously that's what y'all say. You well, I mean, if it's a dumb darty, then it's a, still a darty. <sighs> I have no words. But anyway, yeah, you have, have the, these darties, darties. But we only have like a few of them. They had one at the beginning of the semester and then we had one at the end of the semester. Um, you got to go to New, New Orleans. Orleans. Um, and uh, let me just say, you know, I, I, when you went on spring break, you went to spring break with a bunch of your sorority sisters as well. Um, Very last minute. I like, never got to go on a college spring break, just for the record. I'm still bitter. But... You got down there and y'all ran into a bunch of football players, had a great time. So I felt so much safer knowing that at least there were some guys down there that you knew. There were a lot of people from MTSU that went. We were like the first like round of spring breakers. Yeah. It was like calm, but like still like a lot of fun. Yep. Not as many like, you know, I guess they have a lot of restrictions on uh, PCB when it comes to spring break, like music and like the amount of people that's in one spot and like, you know, all of that stuff. So, like, the restrictions, um, or I guess the rules, weren't as, you know, I we had people say, like, y'all have been, like, the like y'all are always the best group. And, like, you know, when UTK and, like, all those bigger schools start coming in, that's kind of when it starts getting, like, really crazy. Well, the, I guess it I worry the fun, most. Very, very chill spring break. I didn't worry too much about you, like, going out at night. I worry more about, like, the drive down there and the drive home. Mm -hmm. So when you went to New Orleans, again, that was my big worry. As long as, like, get you to New Orleans, don't get lost. You were with <laughs> a fraternity and a bunch of your sorority sisters. Yeah. So I felt it really was safe. our entire friend group, like, my entire, like, AOPI slash dance team, like, friend group that I run around with. Um, we went to ATO's which is Alpha Tall Omega. Um, we went to their formal. Um, and it was a lot of fun. It was literally a group of frat guys and all of my friends. And I we cannot, had so I mean, much You've fun. told me some of the stories, but I think the, the worst part about it was of all the things I could worry about, all of a sudden I get a text message that said, what did it say? Don't be scared or don't be mad. I think I said, don't be mad. I don't know what it was. What story are you talking about? When you sent the pictures of you with the pythons wrapped around your neck. Oh, I said, do you want to see something really cool? No, you didn't say are that. Are you sure? I think it was, do you want to see something scary or do you want to see something that will freak you out? And all I could think of is like, oh, no, body piercings and face tattoos. Like, <clears throat> that's all I could think about is what has she done? Um but then you sent pictures where you had obviously paid someone to hold these snakes, not just one, but there two. were two. Yep. And I kept thinking of all things that I have worried about, 
While this child is in New Orleans, getting smothered to death by a python was not on that list. And so suddenly I rethought everything that I have thought as a mother my entire life. So um, please don't do that again. I said, um, oh, you have the text messages. You said that I was going to get salmonella from the snake. You, somebody told me that. I don't know who it was, but I said, Brooklyn has a snake wrapped around her. And one of my friends said, I hope she doesn't get salmonella. You literally said, I said, did you see my story? That's how I texted you. I said, did you see my story? And you said, no. And it didn't go through. And I said, look now. And you said, you're going to get salmonella. I said, how? I think that was the second snake. There were no. two. Yeah, you sent me on text message the one picture of you on Bourbon Street. And then the yellow snake was on your story. Hmm. Hmm. It's not on text message. I didn't send you a picture of. It might have been on Snap then. Text message. But anyway. Anyways. We're moving on from that. I held two snakes. It was so cool. Best money I've ever spent. Don't do it again. Yet again. You used to do the same thing. Like your mother. Yeah, I'm a clubber. You love going to the club. I love going to the club. I love the club. <sighs> That's the most excited you've gotten on this whole thing. I love the club. I do. I mean, I you started jiggling dancing. and shaking and everything. <laughs> I love dancing like we have like a like a specific like line dancing place that we go to out here in Murfreesboro and like just a whole bunch of us just get together. What's your favorite like, part though? What do you mean? Like what's your when you get there? What do you why, what do you when you get there? What makes you go? I love this place. Um, Is it the music? Is it the lights? Is it the dancing? Is it your friends? Like there has to be one thing. <sighs> As soon as I walk in there, you just see, I mean, it's like, you know, you go to school and like you see like these like people that are like learning and like all this stuff. And then you go into this place and it's like everyone just is like showing their true colors. So like you really get to like, like you see like, like the personalities of like these people like that you go to school with, like start to come out. Like you go it, on to the, probably not the club that's bringing their true colors out. Would you agree? <laughs> I think I could agree. Okay. But still it is a lot of fun <laughs> sometimes to see, you know, a different side of people every now and then people and having it, fun instead like, of under pressure. Yeah. Like you're not so stressed out about school. Like everyone is de-stressing or like decompressing, whatever you want to say in their own way. My way, of course, is going in there, and as soon as I go in there, I hit the I hit the dance floor. Shocker! And I'm dancing consistently, and I've been with you. And you, have you been made me with go. Me. Well, you didn't make me go. You we kind of were like, you want to go? Well, we like, you came in there, and you were like, I'm so sad. Everybody's left early to go to spring break, and I don't leave till Sunday. And I wanted to go, and I teasingly, as I was already in the bed, said, "You want your mama take you?" And you went, "Uh huh." And, and I then got we went, up and we, we went, went and that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of that fun. That was a lot of fun. So last but not least, another thing I've enjoyed about college is um, a lot of times in college, your kids grow up and they, they go away. Like, I don't know that my parents hardly knew 
any of my college friends, maybe a handful of them. Or what you did in college. Or what I did in college, correct. But I moved out. You know everything that I I've done in college. I know everything. Which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It can, like, it can, be, it's it's can like, be both. Why did I just tell my mom Sometimes this? I'm like, mm, why did she just tell me that? But <laughs> we take it and we run with it. Um, but I love that your friends love me. Like, mm-hmm. I love that um, you have... Your dance team girls love to see me at the games because I know I've asked you before, do you really want your mama there? Yes, and you're like, they Less. love you. Everyone loves you. And even like my guy friends are like, hey, yo, let me talk to your mama. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> no. But you, I mean, like, you know, you can be friends with her. I mean, they follow you on Instagram. Like, you've made friends with some of the athletes. And in I turn, I've made friends with, with the, the athletes. athletes parents. And, and the, the, the athletes' parents like as all well. Of the different connections. It's just been a whole new community that I didn't expect would come from this. Like I thought if anything, I would, you know, I've been in my little dance team tribe and my dance mom tribe for so many years. And then it's almost like now I have a new tribe and um, some of the tribes are my age, but most of the tribes are my age, your age. (laughs) But um, I love that they're, I love that they come to the house and I love to hear y'all laughing and giggling and everything upstairs. Even though it's like 3am. I love that y'all call me sometimes when y'all are stranded and say, can you please come get us? And I have to come pick everybody up and drive everybody home. I love that too. (laughs) So um, (laughs) um, I wouldn't trade any of this for anything this year. So I think first year college has been a success. I'm ready to start up my second year. Already said that a lot of your friends have gone home for the summer, but they will be back before you know it. Anyway, you're moving out soon. I am, but it's only for a year. I'm moving into the AO Pie house and I'm super excited. And I'm going to be super sad. I'll be here probably more than I am at the AOPI house. We'll see what happens with that. I will. We're going to do a whole episode coming up soon about what moving out, how it feels to move out. What it's like to be in the AOPI house. Yeah, that should be interesting. Because we have some exciting news. Um, Oh, yeah, we do have. Well, I don't. You don't. I do. I'm still in AOPI. But it's. I'm living in the house. Right. So that'll be exciting. Yeah. We'll have some exciting news on that as well. Anyways, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure to subscribe so you are staying up to date with all the episodes that we release weekly. Um, please make sure to follow us on our social medias. We're on Instagram and Twitter at underscore girls are players too. And we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.